Welcome back to your favorite podcast, the Golden Crown Podcast, where each week we bring you a touch of Hallmark movie magic. You have your hosts for season four. You have myself, Sally, as well as the talented, beautiful, entertaining Tracy, exhausted from a business trip this week, (laughs) but I'm here, and our silent co-host, Colleen the Build-A-Bear. We're going to go ahead and kick it off as we typically do for season four with our fancy facts segment. During this segment, we like to share a fun fact, just submit a new idea. Typically, we have it tie into the movie. So this week, I'm going to start with a fun fact about amusement parks. The oldest amusement park, according to the Guinness Book of World Records, is called Bakken. It has a much longer name than that, but most people shorten it to Bakken. It was founded circa 1583. Wow. <laughs> and it now has over 150 attractions. It's Where still it going out. It's in Copenhagen. And my fancy fact is about divorce rate for high school sweethearts. Ooh, oh, you always have the divorce statistics. Remember but you we brought will not go into the yeah. details of what Hallmark The details. Yes, no details. <laughs> Surprisingly, the divorce rate for high school sweethearts is 54% within the first 10 years of marriage. That's not that much higher than the national average of divorces, right? Because hmm. the overall divorce rate is like 51% or something like that. Says the divorce rate for average American couples in the year of the study was 32%. Oh. I Googled it, folks. I guess, I, guess I only know overall divorce rates. If you're only looking at the first 10 years, that might be where you see that decline. Okay. To be fair, happy. like I want to, I want to respect your statistics. True. Like I'm True. not saying you're wrong. I just had the 51% stuck in my head. Point being, we were talking about high school sweethearts. Yes, yes, yes. So, leading but, us into our next segment, majestic movie makeup segment. Mm-hmm. For our Hallmark podcast, where we go through all the key Hallmark elements for hair. Makeup, fashion, chemistry of the couple, smooch meter, which yes. is ever so critical, and setting and betrayals. The sad, sad part of every Hallmark movie. <laughs> A Hallmark of Hallmark movies. Yeah, absolutely. Say. What movie did we watch tonight? Because it's part of the fall. Yes, into we're love, still falling to love. We watched Merry Go Round, which starred our leading lady Abby as Amanda Schultz. And our leading man, Luke, as Brennan Elliott. So we saw Brennan Elliott in the second episode ever of our podcast. And guess what? We're on our 52nd episode. So that's that's really serendipitous. Wow. Yeah. I thought that was pretty neat how it timed out. 50 episodes later. Bro. Wait, we're 50. <laughs> Our 53rd. Was this 53rd? I okay. thought it was 52. Well, it would have been very serendipitous. That's embarrassing. I was so confident. We'll go ahead and give our little breakdown of yes. the plot. We open on Abby, who's a very successful businesswoman. Yes. She is involved in Perks and Grounds. Mm, Perks and Grounds. Love that name. That's the name cute. of her coffee 
business in yes. Washington, the state of Washington. Yes. And she is really in some upheaval because she's planning on moving to Paris with her fiancé, Edward. They're going to actually get married there and start their life there. In 28 days. Yes. Four Coming weeks up. Exact, yes. She told her assistant. So she's. Who I really like. Yes, I did like her. We really only saw him in the beginning of the yeah. movie. Now that you're saying that, I'm like, oh, we never did see how he's doing. Yeah. That's sad. Anyways, she's trying to expand the business into Paris. She has a whole business proposal that she does. Clearly, she's very competent. and She's been able to really grow this business, presumably from the ground up. Yes. That being said, one of the many tasks she gave her very sweet assistant is to make sure that they submit the divorce papers in order to obtain that marriage license. Well, snafu, because there are no divorce papers. The clerk in charge never filed them. So basically, the, the assistant never knew she yes. had been divorced. She had never said anything about being married. And here's where she admits, because she has to have these divorce papers yeah. in order to be married to Edward. She was married at 18. It only lasted a month. She woke up after that month to a note on the pillow, his pillow, mm-hmm. saying that he'd gone to Alaska. Yep. And he'd left her. Yeah. So basically, for her, all intents and purposes, she never really was married. This yeah. Is, this is 20 years later. Yep. And so, yes, all she needs is a copy of that divorce mm-hmm. decree that was signed and sealed and delivered. Yes. So and one the poor thing. poor assistant can't. Yeah. Can't find it because it doesn't exist. So one thing we have to note is if you're feeling like our breakdown sounds really familiar because you're a long-term podcast listener of ours, well, that's because this is almost the exact same setup as Autumn Dreams. (laughs) That is why. So we had a very young marriage. Uh, Annie and Ben were also 18 in Autumn Dreams when they chose to get married. They eloped. And similarly, we have the case where we thought there was a divorce, we're trying to get remarried, and oops, there it never went through. Yes. Her assistant says he's got it under control. She just has to show up at the courtroom, you know, sign all the papers, and the divorce will be in effect. She can get married as planned. Correct. Here is where we get our first return to the hometown. She's really in her feelings, being back in the setting, mm-hmm. and she learns that Luke never left. So her ex-husband obviously went to Alaska, but he eventually moved back to that hometown. He didn't leave it. They're in the courtroom, and Abby's just trying to get it done. She just wants it out of the way. Right. (laughs) But Luke is being a little difficult. He will not sign the papers after she's already signed them, and he's making a big deal about how he needs to process it and saying, I just need more time. And... As an audience member, this was extremely off-putting because you're thinking in your head, you left her 20 years ago with nothing but a note on her pillow and you need to process that? Yikes. But he does admit, as he's driving away, that she doesn't know the whole story. Where the little mommy radar over here Mm -hmm. already went sky high to say there is more to the story and it wasn't Luke's choice to leave her. Just throwing it out there, folks, (laughs) audience, you know. Take a listen. Mother knows best. She returns home unexpectedly to her mom and her mom's husband, new husband, Leo. We learned that Leo was kind of definitely the father figure for a majority of Abby's life. 
her parents had gotten divorced and her mom found Leo not that long afterwards. And he really has been that steadfast person. So not a new husband, right. as in well, yeah, that's wise, that's what I'm saying. Like he's but it's new, not her father. Yes, not her not father. Not her biological father. That's that's absolutely. The only thing that's by that. yes. We know that he's such a key figure because she had shared to Edward that Leo was someone that she trusted, and now Edward is someone that she really relies on and trusts as well. Right. And I will say, they're her stronghold. As far as fiancés go. Hallmark fiancés, I should say. Edward was a gem. He was so attentive to her. He was so understanding every step of the way. Because here's the thing, audience. <laughs> Edward did not know about her previous marriage. So she now she has to come clean, say, actually, um, I have to show back up on court Monday because Luke wouldn't sign the papers. In Oregon. I'm technically still married, according to Benton County, Oregon. And, yeah, that is a lot to drop on any person, and Edward actually encourages her to just stay put, don't drive back to Washington State, spend the time with your parents, be able to reconnect with them before right. the big move to Paris, yep. and just get ready for that court date. Yes. He is so understanding and trusting of her, like, it, it's refreshing to see, to be honest. But... As much as Luke was appearing to be a jerk at the courtroom, we get to see Leo and her mom shock when she returns home and she explains, well, the only reason I'm back is to try to get this settled and Luke wouldn't sign the papers. I'm frustrated and I have to stay till Monday. So I'm going to crash here if it's cool with you. And of course it's cool with them. Her mom is acting funky, like really bizarre. Like, of course this is big news to drop on your parents, but she is acting very erratic. She's saying things like, it's fine, the wedding's gonna progress as normal. Like, she's very intent on making things seem like they are going to be as they should be, right. and, and that there will be nothing called, in the way. She had even called into Paris to Francois, yeah. who the, was wedding the wedding coordinator. coordinator. She personally reached out to him yeah. to say, well, if you need anything, using her poor French, you know, yeah. I'm the mother, right. let me know, right. I can help you with things. But... I mean, yeah, she's seemingly very overbearing, on, yes, but being engaged yeah, us. we see this very weird behavior emerge, and this is where mom actually called our big betrayal. We're not going to give it away quite yet, because we as audience members did not know, but mom called it in the beginning. So of we learned that Luke was in Alaska up until a couple years ago, actually. Yes. He returned to the hometown in Oregon because his sister was raising her, his niece, so raising mm -hmm. her daughter Ruthie. by herself. Now, we don't... We don't know, know why, what happened. No, and we don't know at what time. If that was yeah. like a two-year pivot point, where no idea the father passed away or had left yeah. them or whatever. All we know is the sister has Robin's Nest Cafe. Mm -hmm. Sister's Robin. Picture Bistro Cafe if you're good witch watchers, because oh, yes. that 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 they gave that vibes. same vibe. She had the vibes. Yeah. and the niece is Ruthie, and she is a budding musician. Yeah, she's really and... into writing, both music and extracurricularly yes. Yes. yes so she is and Luke is an artist we yeah. haven't really touched very creative that, in the family but he's very artistic and he helps youth yes in that town young to... Rembrandt painting group yes, yes exactly so obviously we have a lot going on here with all of our characters and Abby is devoted to one thing and one thing only getting this done and done so that way she can marry Edward and get on yes, with her life. Because she has very little she, time to pull this all yeah, together now. Yes, yeah. I mean, you have to think, if you're moving to a whole new country, this would be so stressful to be dealing with. Like, you really have to empathize with Abby. Additionally, it feels like Luke is just throwing up yet another obstacle in her life, and she 
is done. She's right. so done with the whole thing. Right. Right. Her mom encourages her to take a walk to clear her head. And she returns to the fairgrounds because we finally get our season for this movie, which is end of summer. I will yes, say end of, end summer, of summer leads to fall. So, okay. Okay. Oh, okay. you're giving more than I'll give. Oh, really? That's not fall. End of summer festival? No, no, no. We need fall festival. Yeah, I don't know why they didn't just take that step, to be quite honest. But that okay. was a little frustrating. But we do have the end of summer festival, so the fairground is all set up that's kind of why we brought up those amusement park in our fancy facts so she has the merry-go-round that she returns to which of course is very bittersweet for her because we learned that the merry-go-round has a lot of memories this is where her and luke met this is where yeah, around third grade we think yes something like that yes where they shared cotton candy or on the like yes on the merry-go-round yes this is also where they had their first kiss. And, and lastly, this is also where he proposed to her. Yes. So she's, of course, drawn back to this, mostly because she cannot seem to understand what went wrong. Because he's acting so differently than the man who just left a note on her pillow <laughs> and yes. left. Yes. So she just cannot can't figure out why fitting. it's incongruent. Right. That's, that's right. the issue. Right. Well, of course, Luke also is drawn back to the merry-go-round for similar reasons, because he sees her, and of course, he's trying to bring up the past a little bit, yep. and again, like, it, it's so hard as a viewer, because in my mind at this point, I'm like, he is such a jerk. Like, he continues to bring up their past, and for what? It's so upsetting. And at this point, she actually does ask him to clarify, what did you mean by I didn't know everything? And he's just very shut off at that point, and he's kind of like... Mm -hmm. Not willing to share. No. No. So they have a little bit of an awkward dining event. Yeah. They go to a diner where he was the dishwasher and she was the waitress, I believe. So I, I can't remember the name of the owner of, of the diner. Ivan. He seats them together. Yes. Awkwardly because this they aren't together. They've kind of, they know they have to exist until Monday. That's what I'm missing. This, the, the whole reason that this even happened is because it was supposed to be a mom and daughter dinner because we learned that Leo is part of a bowling team just like dad, Nick, and I over the summer. True dad. <laughs> so he's out for the evening. So they're supposed to have a mommy-daughter dinner and the mom can tell that Abby is stressed because she yeah. is like <laughs> hardcore chopping these veggies. She's very mad. And she asks her, asks her what's going on and she shares, I'm just very frustrated about this whole Luke situation. It's getting me stressed for the wedding. And you see guilt written all over mom's face. And she literally says, why don't you just go out for the evening? Go get a drink. Go relax. Because again, like Luke has sent her go into get this. Dinner somewhere. Go yeah. Get Yep. Luca sent her into the spiral, just continuing to reminisce because she's just reminded of how she does not have answers. Right. So right. she ran into him at Robin's and all these things that led to this point. As she's heading out, like mom had shared, she stops by her old place where she was a waitress. Yes. And they are seated together awkwardly. Yes. And they share a... Well, it was an ice cream shop. That's what it was. Yes. Yeah, it was ice an ice cream, cream shop. shop. That's it. Yep. They share a nice... Tasty dessert. Oh, yeah. It looked together. delicious. It was a cookie. What did they say? It was like 
it's cookies and cream. I don't remember. Sunday. It whatever it was, it was delicious. And yes. the reminiscing does not stop because they're now brought back to the place that they worked together. Like mom said, he was a dishwasher, she was a waitress. Yes. And she would often stay after to help him clean up. Yes. And he said that's one of the reasons that he loved her is because not because she stayed after, but because she did it due to caring about him. Yes. Yes, absolutely. So she is definitely feeling a lot of feelings in this moment. Yes. And I will say this actress pulled this off beautifully. She really did. Because you can tell she's falling back into those old patterns. She's right. feeling those old feelings rise up to the surface. It's a, it's a comfortable feeling. It's, yes. Yes. But... There's also all these unanswered questions, all this anger towards him just leaving. Two decades later, yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And she pulled this off so well. Like, it was so she believable. She did. But mom, we have already reached the point of our betrayal because when she comes home and admits that she ran into Luke, yes. her mom cannot hold in the truth any She finally, longer. the mom finally caves and admits the betrayal that occurred 20 years ago mm -hmm. when she says, your letter of acceptance from Princeton came. I opened it. I saw that you had acceptance. I resealed it. And I talked to Luke. And I told him that if he stayed with you, he would be ruining your future. Because she would not accept Princeton. Because she wouldn't go she to would Princeton. She would put them first. Yes. So the mother thought she knew what was best for the daughter and that Princeton was a fabulous opportunity. And that Luke was the price of that opportunity. Yes. And she kept it from Abby yep. and from Leo and from everybody else that entire yep. time. Only she and Luke knew yeah. about that huge betrayal. And I will say, Abby, upon hearing it, handles it probably better yeah. than I would have thought possible. She does need her space. Oh, yeah. She's she angry. Walk away. She's angry. Yeah. She is angry. Which is justified. She does say, Mom, you had no right to make that choice and that decision for me. Right. I was the one in love, and we could have made it work. Yeah. We maybe could have made it work. Right. Yeah, because now they, you'll, you'll never, never know. know. Yeah. Two it, decades it's later, always you don't a what know. if. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. And it was pretty tense. This betrayal, I think, in some ways, is one of the best Hallmark betrayals we've ever seen because this has so many layers to it. Because following Mom's big revelation, obviously, she, Abby does not want to be in the house. No. So she says she is going to go see her husband, Luke. Yep. Yep. <laughs> she makes a point of saying that. Yep. And she talks to him a little bit, admitting, my mom told me everything. Of course, he knows exactly what she means. Yes. And he, of course, a little bit, in my opinion, jumps on the defense. He's explaining that he saw the logic in what her mom said and said, yeah, you would have prioritized us. I had no choice. And, of course, she's very hurt, and she says, okay, but I feel like there were options between leaving a note on my pillow and going to Alaska and not following what my mom said. There are other options. And she points out the whole I could have made it work argument. He's saying, no, you wouldn't have made it work. You would have chosen me over Princeton. And she actually has a really good response because she says, what, because you wouldn't have been worth it? And he actually admits yeah, I was lacking self-confidence at that point, which mom had pointed out, and I think it is important to keep in the back of our minds, we're talking about both of them at age 18. Yes. Abby probably actually would have been um, more mentally mature at age 18 yep. than Luke would have been. Yes. So 
in some ways, I think as soon as Abby's mom said, hey, this is going to ruin her future, he only saw one way. And that was, of course, he knew if he talked it over with her, she would talk him out of it. Right. So he only saw the breaking clean completely. And she asks him if it was easy to do. Of course, he admits, no, it was one of the hardest things I've ever done in my life. It was the hardest thing he's ever done. Was the life. hardest thing. Thank you for the correction. Yes. And he, she asks, did you miss me or think about me? And he said, of course, Every all the day. all the time. Yeah. So at this point, she's got a clear image of where Luke has always stood than what she's ever had before. Right. All of his weirdness in the courtroom is explained. And even his initial disappearance also has an explanation. Yes. Yes. Of course, she still carries a lot of anger towards him because, like we pointed out, there were there were other ways he could have handled that situation. Predominantly, telling her what her mom said to him probably would have been a good start. <laughs> yeah. But, because yes. she's so sweet about it, too. She's just like, yeah. you're the best friend I ever had. Yeah. Yeah, and, and at this point, they had no relationship for 20 right. years at all. Right. So... The reason why I say this is one of the best betrayals with the most layers is because you have all the options that the mom could have taken, and obviously this one. This is pretty harsh to reseal the letter, first of all, so that your daughter never knew you opened it. Or to tell Luke that if he were to stay, it would jeopardize Abby. And then thirdly, to keep this a secret for 20 years that you did this. 20 years! Even from her husband. Even from her husband. Yes. That... That astounds me. That yes. is a pretty profound betrayal. Additionally, the other layer is, of course, Luke also kept this a secret yes. from Abby. She yes. never got to know. And I'd argue that the harm he caused her was even worse than if he would have stayed. But again, I'll go back to being 18 years yeah. old. He is... I'm thinking is, long term here. He is not capable. Well, yeah, but when do you go back then? She's in Princeton. Yeah. And then she's moving on. Obviously, somehow, somewhere, she got to Washington yeah. State. She starts her own business. When does he go back to her? When does he, when is the time No, no, says, no, no. I meant when I said thinking long term, I meant he would have to think long term. This will impact her and hurt her more oh. than the short term. But he wasn't able to, to, to noodle yeah. through that at age 18. There's no way. Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. So yeah, Yeah. just just so much to this betrayal. And you really, again, Amanda Scholl does a great job showing all the intricacies of this situation. She truly does. She has an amazing sense of how to portray anger. Right. Especially the anger that someone would feel in this situation. Like, absolutely so poignant. Of a performance. Really kudos to her because we've never seen her as an actress before and that was amazing. But, of course, we'll move on. We've spent a lot of time talking about this betrayal. It is a huge, pivotal part of this movie. It is. And one last thing I'll leave us on is that while Luke was talking about his feelings for Abby and how hard it was to leave her, we have what I think might have been our first Hallmark male lead that cried on screen. At least had the tearing up in the eye ducks, I yes. would say. Not so much, not falling tears. But, but that's a... Uh, but a clear, yes, glassy, clear yes. Clearly he yes. is experiencing a lot of emotion. Because he loved her dearly. And yes. letting her go was the hardest thing he'd ever done. Yes. 
And moving to Alaska was the only way he removed yeah. himself from being able to do anything about it. Goodness. I just, this whole thing, I still just can't imagine it. But at some point, Abby must return home because in the morning, of course, the mom is talking to Leo saying, she's never going to forgive me. This is so terrible. Like, that my secret is finally out. And then and yet, she, gives, she gives a head-scratching... And yet... Yeah, the head-scratching proposal. She plans a surprise bridal shower with her book club besties yeah. for her daughter. They're at the house. And it's going to be a surprise. And yeah, Leah like was she, even yeah. like, I don't think this is a good thing to surprise no, he, Abby. He was very clear. He said, this is a bad idea. Right. Like, he straight right. up says, this is a this poor choice. This is what she wants to do. Yes. She's convinced that somehow this will salvage it. But again... As annoying as it sounds that she's suggesting this, you have to see it from the mom's point of view where she thinks Edward is going to save Abby. So she's thinking, okay, if we have this bridal shower, it will remind her that she's getting married to Edward and moving on with her life. So I think that's really where she's getting that tunnel vision and thinking that this will solve everything when it it will not. So Abby goes out for the day because... She agrees she'll be back for an early dinner with Leo and her mom, which, of course, is just actually the surprise bridal shower. Yes, exactly. But she's going to head out to Robin's shop. So, at this point, Abby had gone to the first day of the end of summer festival. Yes. She had met up with Robin, who had baked some pies that she was really enjoying, and she had seen Luke with the kids painting. Definitely, again, those feelings coming back strong. She'd also learned that Ruthie's band, Ruthie's status update, is playing at that final day of the end of summer, end of summer festival. festival, and she agrees she will be back for the dance because she wants to hear Ruthie's band. Right. So a lot went on. Again, a lot of those unspoken truths. He keeps continuing to bring up Alaska, despite what it means in terms of their relationship ending. And she continues to remain interested in borderline flirtatious so um at this point it is the last day of the end of summer festival and she's at robin's shop to begin with getting some coffee and we get to see these difficult clients that luke Luke has been putting up with so luke is he really is an excellent painter yes but in order to make a living he paints houses and teaches classes and does other things right? right because that's how he makes a living he's never made it off of his dreams, yeah. which would be to be an artist paid for his own right. works. Yeah, absolutely. And, yeah, so he's dealing with a difficult couple. Yeah, who, who are clearly just messing around with him. Like, they're not taking it seriously. They're saying things like they're going to manifest the color, but really they're kind of getting an idea of his quotes is really what they're doing, and we learn that because Abby sees Luke in the back, and she sits down just for a little bit to chat. Of course, at this point... They both know the truth. They're feeling a little bit more comfortable around each other. Yeah. And he's saying that he's meeting with clients, but it's no big deal. She can sit with him. And as the clients come up, they reveal to Luke that they're going to go with a different company because he is charging 10% less than what Luke is charging. And that, it's nothing personal. It's just business. Right. Of course, this is where you kind of have that realization. Okay, so they were playing him to make sure they knew all the stuff behind it before they went with the better offer, basically. Right. Well, Abby sees right through this game, and she says, no, you will not be treating Luke that way. So she poses as his attorney and says that they signed a contract with Luke, 
and that if they don't intend to upkeep it, well, then they're going to have to say that under, what did she say, under oath and all those things, like, making it seem like it's going to be this really intimidating right. process. So they walk it back and they say, nope, you're good to start on Tuesday. And this is where Luke reveals that they've always stood up for each other. So it seems like this kind of ploy and kind of game that they play yeah. is something that they like to do. Yeah. And that is... Why don't we touch on chemistry of the couple? Because I feel like that's a natural point to touch on it. Mm -hmm. They are cute together. You can tell it's got that playful whimsy of high school sweethearts absolutely through and through. Right. Especially the I will stick with you through thick and thin mentality. Of course, this extends beyond high school sweethearts. But I'm saying right. this, is, this is an archetype you see in movies that involve high school sweethearts. So I think that their chemistry was really strong. You even see it in the beginning before... Abby knew the truth. She felt magnetized towards Luke still. Yes. Even when she's telling Edward, like, he's Luke's nothing to worry about. She's still seeking out reasons to see him. Right. Going to his sister's cafe where she know he'll be. Like, all the things. So, I don't know. That's kind of my experience with their chemistry. What Agreed. was yours? Yep. Okay. No, I, I would agree. Yeah. That, that is definitely... They, it's the comfort of yes. knowing each other and trusting each other yes. and being best friends well before they fell in love. Yeah, absolutely. For a long time. Oh, yeah. And from youth onward, so it's a very strong bond yeah. that's been forged. When you walk that much of your life with someone else, it's really yeah. hard to move on from that and to not have that common love and common trust of one another. So at this point, she is returning for what she thinks will be an early dinner. She sees a sign on the door saying, well, we're in the backyard. We're in the backyard. <laughs> and surprise, it is the bookies. <laughs> That's what they're called, the book club ladies. Gifts. And it is hilarious to us because, again, like we've said, Leo is not a proponent of this idea. No. So you can see how disengaged he already is. He's yeah. just munching on the snacks before the party's even kicked off. The croissants. Yeah, on the croissants. And he is sent away to go get more croissants. But as that's happening, Abby is being showered with gifts from all the well-intended ladies of the yes, book club. Yes. But of course, her heart is not in it. She's still feeling so conflicted because especially now she is recognizing, I'm having these feelings for Luke. I'm not sure what to do in this scenario. And the wedding is the last thing on her mind right yes. now. Well, she finds Leo not getting croissants, but actually sipping a beer on the porch swing. <laughs> Joins him. He gives her one as well. Because he knew she'd come around. Yep. It's really cute how they, you know, give those they little signs of how yes. Leo is so receptive Intune and intuitive of, yes. of Abby and her needs. And she says, I know this is awful, but I really wanted to go to the end of summer, end of the end of summer festival yes. <laughs> and go watch Ruthie's band play. And he's like, go, I'll cover for you. No big deal. So she dons the stunning floral dress. I was not able to find any of the dresses from Mary Me and Yosemite. Disappointing. I don't know why they weren't online. But if I can find this floral dress, you best for bet. For Mary, go round. Yeah, you best bet it will be posted. Any hoozle. She makes it to the dance and she's looking a vision and of course Ruthie's band's coming on to play. Yep. Robin finds an excuse. Oh, I need to get a better angle to film her. So that way she's leaving Luke and Abby by themselves. Yes. He is 
asking her to dance, of course, because it's mm-hmm. kind of a slow song and the lyrics are really reflective of their relationship, mm-hmm. talking about being so in love with someone and yes, yes all the all the romantic feels. And as they're dancing together, Luke asks the question of, do you think we could have made it if we had stayed together? And this is where we have reached the quote of our podcast because it is in response to this question that mom says you don't ask those questions absolutely mom yeah that's not the time to be saying that read the room luke because no don't whoa yeah Again, and the thing is, throughout the movie, they are this forward with each other. And and I think yes, it does come but, from that, that comfort that you spoke to, Mom. Oof, but still, that that's ouch. a lot. That's a lot for anyone yeah. to think about. Like, I don't know. That's not a very fair question. She has a very sweet response because she's shared that she always had hope in their relationship and that it would last forever. We get... An audience betrayal <laughs> because as they are slow dancing... Edward shows up and, and sees, sees them, and she sees Edward before yeah. Luke does. So, of course, Abby stops the dance. And yeah, says, it's that wow, awkward moment where you're like, oh my gosh, Edward, I'm caught. Yeah. What are you doing here? And so he's introduced now, mm-hmm. and Luke quickly steps aside. Yeah. Feels very awkward to be in the position oh, yeah. that to be introduced to her current fiance, um, and he feels again he needs to be the better man and yeah. walk away. Yes, he gave her up twenty years ago. Mm-hmm. He has no rights to her, and so he yeah he, he, walks he thinks away. he's doing the bigger thing. Absolutely, Edward, as Sally had noted, this has got to be the pinnacle of yeah. um, Hallmark fiancés because he is very gracious and understanding what he saw. Yes. And he without says, verbalizing it. Yes. Without truly saying it other than saying, if you have unfinished business, then go attend to that. And take care of it. Yes. And so she stops Luke before he can leave. And again, we get to see just this amazing controlled anger because he's saying, I have nothing to say to you. Like, I'm trying to leave this situation, basically. And she says, but I have something to say to you. Have you ever thought about that? And it's true. In this situation, she really is the one who was wrong. She was wrong by her mom. She was wrong by Luke. And she has never had a chance to really express what damage that did. Again, they had no problem mentioning Alaska, what it stood for. Right. But she never really did say, like, you hurt me. And this is that moment that she takes. She says, you abandoned me? And it hurt. And it made me wonder what I did wrong because I had no, nothing to go off of. And it was... It was awful that you even made that choice to do that. Right. She said, I understand your reasons now, but that doesn't take away your decision. Right. And he kind of leaves it on, you've made your choice. You're going with Edward. Of course, he's acknowledging that this right. was the case, but right. he's saying it, it doesn't matter now. Right. Like, you're with him. So just focus on that, basically. Edward acknowledges we need to take a moment to talk. To talk. <laughs> Absolutely. So they head out to the same amusement park situation from the merry-go-round right 
and she had seen flashes while they were dancing of that time sharing cotton candy on the merry-go-round of the time he proposed her on the merry-go-round so reliving those memories and underscoring how much that setting meant to her right well edward i just gotta bow down to this man because he literally says and i quote i know my worth and i don't want 99 percent of you i want all of you because he said from the day i met you yeah i I felt yeah like I wanted uh, uh, to marry you. I where is this communication in other men? Hallmark. The rest Can you of write my the life, scripts for all? Of but from what I see, yeah. I'm going to tell you now. Mm-hmm. 100% is what I deserve. Mm-hmm. It's what I deserve. I love that. Yes. I love that so much. And she takes her time, but does yes. take off the ring yes. right in front of him and puts it in his hand because she's not yeah. drawing that out. So yeah. again, kudos yes. to Abby. Yes. She acknowledged where she was. Wishy-washy and just kind of like, oh, no, no, you hang in there. It'll be okay. And then still trying to deal with her own emotions. She clearly knows, you're right. You deserve 100%. And I can't give it. Because she she acknowledges you are a wonderful man. Yes. And you are are right. You deserve more love than what I can give you. Yes. And I love this scene, actually. Normally, it feels a little bit too forced, a little bit too fake. It wasn't with these actors, though. That's what I'm saying. Like, I felt like this one broke the mold. Right. Would this happen in real life this peaceably? Again, probably not. No. But it wasn't the complete Hallmark glamour we normally see. We were like, okay, that would never happen. Like, these are two very strong, very wonderful people. So, you know what? It could play out that way. I could see it. It could. But she also, again, props to Hallmark because she doesn't go running to Luke. No. She even reconciles with her mom because Leo is a true king. And when she returns home, her mom knows she's not okay. Obviously, she ran out on the party. She's given all the signs she's not okay. Yes. And Leo says that he's going to go clear off the table outside (laughs) to give them that space. And he takes Abby by the hands and he says... Forgiveness is what allows families to stay together, basically. He's not saying you have to forgive her, but he's implying the steps that need to be taken in order to salvage the relationship that she has with her mom, which I thought was really beautiful, actually. And again, in that moment, you can so clearly see how much Leo means to Abby and how much Abby means to Leo as well. Yes. So she follows through with what he suggests. She, of course, is very clear with her mom that she was, she is not okay with the decision her mom made and that she's always loved Luke and always will hold love for Luke. And this is the first time that you really see the mom take a step back and realize maybe Edward isn't the solution to everything that happened. Given her position and the choice she made, I could see how that would be the easy out. Okay, she's married to someone else. See, it wouldn't have worked out anyways. But she now acknowledges, okay... If you call things off with Edward, what do you want to see? Right. And this is where Abby says, I guess I will see him on court Monday. We'll finalize the divorce. I'll still move to Paris. It just won't be with a wedding and with Edward. Right. So, again, she's not just running to Luke. Exactly. She's not going from one person to the other. She's just saying, okay. Well, she said, when I talked to Luke, he made it clear. He made it clear, yeah. The relationship's over. It is over. Yeah. So. Absolutely. I'm going to accept it, but I'm also not going to make... Edward miserable when right. I can't give him everything. Yes. Yeah. I'll so move on with my life. And super mature. Yes. Absolutely. I agree with that. Yep. This is where the mom really redeems herself because the next day she goes to Robin's cafe. We learned that Luke in the morning had gone to the judge, had signed the divorce papers so that Abby yes. could get married to Edward. No hearing. worries. Yep. 
like not going to drag it out anymore. And the mom comes into Robin's cafe and asks for a moment of his time. Luke is understandably still very angry with her. He makes it clear, like, he's like, why, why do you even need to talk? And she shares that she was wrong all those years ago to do what she did. And he's repeatedly saying, why now? Like, you've had 20 years to apologize to me. Why in this moment? And she shares, because he's saying, I signed the papers. It's all over and done. Doesn't matter. She's going to get married. Yeah. And this is where the mom comes clean and says, Abby broke things off with Edward. And she was hoping to see you in the courtroom this morning. Giving her blessing, again, without being explicit in it. And he thanks her, and he is off to the courthouse. And he's let's off. let's get to this weird ending, shall we? Yes. Let's go ahead. <laughs> they have a humorous scene where Abby is trying to park in front of the courtroom. Obviously, she's in a rush. She's running a little bit late. She has to wait as this lady backs in and out of the spot, <laughs> and then she pulls exactly. on it, runs in the courtroom where obviously another trial is taking place. It's not right. hers. Yep. She says to the judge, wait, uh, I'm here for the marriage case to Walker. I was, you know, gonna have the divorce papers signed. And the judge is like, no worries. He actually, you clearly didn't get the message, but he signed the papers in the morning, or that morning, and it's all said and done. So it's done. Yeah. It's over. And she's saying that she wanted a chance to say her piece. (laughs) Um, And... The judge is kind of like, well, you got what you wanted, so uh, let's move on. I got other cases to get to. And this is where Luke bursts into the courtroom as well. And the judge decides to give them each 30 seconds to state their case. Which, mind you, another trial is going on. I'm fine with courtrooms being settings, but I don't like when they're not going to be realistic. No judge would ever humor someone like that. Especially when you've got the other... Yeah, people sitting there. The other cases already started. Luke, each time they're in the courtroom, the first time and this time, he acts like he owns the place, which no judge would put up with. Because, again, like, that's a whole order in the court scenario. Like, so, yeah, just, it's weird. Essentially, Abby volunteers to go first. She goes over the 30 seconds and gets cut off. But she's basically stating that she still loves Luke and that she came in so sure of herself that she wanted to marry Edward, but she's learned a lot over the past couple days. She's learned the huge truth that her mom kept from her, and she learned the fact that she has always loved Luke and has never stopped loving him. Right. He says that his speech is going to be a lot quicker because he says, weirdly, he's like, so you love me? And she's like, yes. And he's like, well, I still love you. And she kind of laughs. And I'm like, I just feel like this This is so bizarre. It was Because awkward. this was established. Like, come on. Right. Why do you think he burst into the courtroom then? If he, I don't know. Like, This is what I wrote. Go outside the courtroom and settle it. What the heck? Why are you wasting everyone's time? But he does reach in and kiss her once he checks in and knows that the feelings check out. Yes. Where did we rank on the smooch meter, Mom? It was okay. That's how I... I said, pretty good, I guess. Okay. Yeah. That was it. That's yeah. all I put. Okay. Even the... It was started smooch and then kind of continued smooch and it wasn't like any yeah. rocket's red glare. No bombs bursting in air. And, and it's disappointing because the I chemistry... I expected the chemistry yeah, to bring like, more than... I, I don't know. Didn't like the ending, which seems to be a kind of common theme for the Fall Into Love series, but... We get to fast forward. They are now living in Paris together. Yes. 
Luke is now living his dream, being an actual painter. And has sold. Yes, and has sold paintings. paintings. They are drinking some champagne to celebrate. And as she's lifting up her glass, you hear the clink of a ring because they are going to get remarried. I mean, of course, again, the divorce papers clearly did not go through. Don't know if they got shredded. Don't really know how that played out. But they won that second ceremony because, of course... It's 20 years later, and they didn't talk for 20 years. So, right. fair enough. You want another right. ceremony. Go so go at it. Then the wedding ring and yes. the champagne glass. And yes, pretty yes. cute. Pretty Final cute. kiss to end the movie. Still that okay average kiss. True. Nothing spectacular. Yeah. In the end. Voila. Eiffel Tower in the background. Yes. Which I don't really know how they got that angle at all, knowing where the Eiffel Tower oh, is. Oh, see, I wouldn't know. There's no field near there that they seem to be in a field. But, okay. So, I don't... Yeah. Yeah. And that is how our movie concludes. So, we have to just roll back and touch on some of the things we haven't touched on yet. Fashion, hair, makeup. Beautiful for Abby. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Her hair, so lovely. couple times it was straightened. A couple times it was wavy. Mm -hmm. Each... Yeah. Just Mm -hmm. loved her hair. Loved her hair. Yes. Yes. Very, very good. Fashion? I feel like not anything that stood out particularly, but... No, but everything. Uh, she had nice... Yeah. I mean, always had nice combos on. Yeah. Kind of professional stuff. And yeah. And a little more casual stuff. And, yeah. And he, of course, went for more of the shirt and um, jacket kind of look. Yeah, I mean, well, and he's a painter. And, yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah. It, it all, again, like, it, it was it was great, but yes. nothing, like, stood out, nothing popped out, like, no. oh, wow, that's no. really over, no. yeah, yeah. And our makeup, I feel like she had really good makeup. She did have more done-up looks, but nothing too wild. Nothing overstated. Yeah, yeah. Definitely nothing overstated. All colors looked really good on her. And the mom's yes. makeup, actually, I felt like was super yes. cute, in my yes. opinion. I thought she looked really and nice. And Robin. And yes, yeah. yeah. I mean, I think, I think, yeah. True, true. And the, the supporting. Yeah, absolutely. The daughter's makeup as she was doing her band. Super cute as well. Yeah. So, yeah. I feel like, again, like nothing over the top or really standing out, but it all blended well. Yes. That's Agreed. how I would word it. Our settings, really beautiful. Yes. And our amusement. No green screens Yeah, no, no green thank screen. You, thank you. No shot someplace else. And yet yeah, yeah. People no, seem no, to no, be no. in some kind of a fakey... Uh, you know, set. Yeah. Uh, the, the, none yeah, of that. None, none of that. And All very nice. The amusement... I, although we do definitely think it was a Yeah. I was about to say, our amusement park setting... Seemed a bit Looked a little Canadian-y. Canadian on one of the scenes when they're walking through the fairgrounds. I caught a Toronto Blue Jays hat. So <laughs> definitely think we were in Canada for this one. But that's not surprising. Hallmark shoots a lot in Canada. But yes. just a side note there for, for being honest. So yeah, we'll actually... Settle on into our final segment with our refined rating. During this segment, we like to share our counts. We like to talk about our coffee, our adult beverage, shoe, purse, and coat counts. And then, of course, we'll follow it up with our treasured and beloved woo-woo rating. Let's get started with those counts. Mom, what did you take this week? I took coffee. And I have four. I'm almost feeling like, did I miss something? But I have four. I yeah. thought there was more than that. But I think there were a couple uh, times where, like you said, she set a coffee down. It was the same coffee right. that she had within the same scene. Because it's all within that 
continuity of the yes. moment. So I think it was four. I think it was. Adult beverages. We are at seven. That's pretty high. Okay. Quite a bit of the wine, the champagne. Yes. Yes. The, yes so. Lots of wine in this movie. Lots yes. of it. Yes. Well, I took the purse, coat, and shoes. Mm. So for purses, we had three. Yes. For a majority of the movie, she had this really cute black purse that was a little bit bigger. She also had a blue purse, I believe. It was definitely a white one. And a white, yeah, white one finished off the movie. Mm-hmm. For coats, we had two, maybe three. There were just a couple. Well, I counted Luke's jacket that he okay. wore throughout almost the whole movie, just because okay. it kind of was the look. Right. And then there were two that I counted for Abby. It was more of her dressed-up looks, kind of like more like cardigan-like materials, mm-hmm. but still just counted it for the because moment. Because she had a lot of suit-type. Actually, now that I'm talking about it, that is weird that they were wearing that in the end of the summer. Yeah. But, okay. In Oregon. Move on. Shoes for, as well. (laughs) Not too many. There were white pumps. There were these really cute boots that I liked that were kind of like maybe black, maybe navy blue. I couldn't exactly tell the coloration because she was wearing them at night. But they had like a little chunky heel. It was super cute. She And I think she had two different pairs of tennis shoes. One kind of had like fun designs on it and one was just plain blue. So those were the shoes that I counted. Again, we did not have a whole lot of those full body shots. She totally could have been wearing other shoes, but those are just the ones I could see and count. So Fair now enough. we are going to get to our woo-woo rating. This is named after our lovely Nella Mama Golden Retriever baby girl. You will see her on the Instagram, as always. She was definitely in rare form tonight. As always. She likes to woo-woo to express herself. Actually, not a lot of woos out of her tonight. I guess no. she's feeling pretty silent. She's getting prepared for her 5K tomorrow. We'll definitely be posting some pictures from that as well. Oh my, our big golden. Yeah. So we use a 1 to 5 rating scale, 1 being the worst Hallmark movie we've ever seen, 5 being the best Hallmark movie we've ever seen. I'll get started with my rating. I rated Merry-Go-Round a 5. Woo-woos. Whoa. You all are probably surprised given some of the criticisms I have for it. But I will admit I went in thinking this is going to be cut-paste Autumn Dream. Okay. And I was pleasantly okay. surprised by some of the twists that they did. Yes. Namely, the mom piece. I know Ooh. you called it mom, but I did not see it coming. <laughs> that was pretty deep. I thought the layers to the characters, as well as getting to understand their personalities, that's fairly new to me from a Hallmark movie. Mm. It is very rare that you can get me from hating a Hallmark character, calling them a jerk, to actually being sympathetic and understanding where they were coming from by the end of the movie and being okay that they ended up together. Okay. That's a tough ask because normally when I have my mind made up, I'm done. Especially in a Hallmark movie. That's what I'm saying. Like normally I'm like, nope, they're they're out. So the fact that this movie was able to take me through that journey and allow me to believe it, props. For that alone, I feel like it deserves a five. And I'm not knocking at the point five because, again, end of summer leads to fall. So I'm going to let it slide. Mm. What about My you? My rating is a 4.5. Okay, 
Okay. I can't give a five. You all know what my five movies are. My woo-woo rating five movies are um, with Hallmark, and I have high standards. Yeah. You're more true to your scale than I am, I think. I've gotten better. Give me more true to my scale. I think I gave a lot at the beginning. But I think 4.5, it's not all because of the fall okay, yeah. aspect of it. I know. You, I don't, think, you don't hold it against them. I don't hold it too much. Again, I, I did expect more with the chemistry of the couple than I saw. Okay. That, yeah. I, 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 I truly, I truly yeah. felt like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> There's so much there. There's just so much invested there. You've got the tears glistening. You've yeah. got the honesty. You've got the hearts, the angst, the everything. And, it, and then it was just like, what? Ending? Uh, yeah. Yeah, Sally, it was, Sally, it was Sally nailed it. Was, was not really through. I, I think there were other ways to have really wrapped yes. it up in a very significant way and kept it like a five for me. Yes. Would have been no, a five I agree. for me. I agree. Um, if they settled it outside the courtroom, it would have been five. I mean, it's a definite 4.5 from the, the mom, mm -hmm. Leo, even the support roles, Robin and Ruthie and uh, and the assistant, all very strong. Mm -hmm. Very strong. I, I did like, yes, we got backstories on this one. Yes. Unlike last week. Right. Did appreciate Marry that. Me in Yosemite. Go ahead and listen to that one again, <laughs> fans. But... I still felt like no, it's not. It didn't. It didn't That's take fair. me to the five. That's fair. Again, and maybe it's not fair to give it a five rating just because it was better than what I thought it was. But that's just where I'm feeling tonight. Okay. You know We're me, yes. fun and fancy free. So we've reached the point of our podcast where we have to give our shout outs. Shout out to Jasmine. You took your cat home. Oh. Love to see that you made a new fur friend. Shout out to. Tessa, you're on your horror movie grind. Oh man, tis the really season. Really feeling those Halloween spooky vibes. With Nick. Yep. Shout out to our husbands, Nick and Mark. Mark is not watching the horror <laughs> movies. Nick and Tessa are. Absolutely. Shout out to our favorite couple, Colleen, Colleen and Michael. Michael and, and Millie and Liddy. We love you all. Shout out to our silent co-host, Colleen Lovelovair. Super fall, spicy, love it. Shout out to our previous podcast guests, Cindy, Cindy Jess, Jess, Kathy, and, and Sheila. And love ya. Preview shout out, we won't mention names, to several potential new podcast guests who we befriended last Friday. Yes. Shout out to Brad. Brad. We now know you're listening, friend. <laughs> shout out. Don't fast forward 15 seconds, Brad. <laughs> Listen to the shout out this time, buddy. Oh my goodness. Throwing it out there. Ooh, shout out to all of our Texas listeners since mom was in Texas this week. So we're really thinking about you. Shout out to our sponsor, Anchor. Thank you for believing in us. Shout out to all of our listeners, both loyal and new. We appreciate you coming back each week to listen to our Hallmark Chitter Chatter. Next week, we are going to tackle yet another fall into love. 2022 Hallmark movie lineup. Are you surprised that we're still in 2022? Because I'm surprised that we're still in 2022. Well, we're, we're wrapping up the season. Yes. We're getting there, folks. And we still have our special. Yes. Special recordings that we'll post yes. here on the podcast. Yeah. Not definitely season four will be a really strong finish. We're excited mm -hmm. to bring you the content. But until next week. 
Tschüss!